Welcome back, everybody. Steve Burton here talking today about mastering your mortgage. One of the largest checks that you'll write every month, every year, every decade for at least 30 years for most of you will be to the mortgage company. And if you go out and buy a house, you got, first off, you got to focus on the long-term care cost of the house. So I'm talking to you today as though some of you have not yet bought one, a house, you're getting ready to buy one, or you currently have one. So we'll move you through from buying one. One, just because the bank has qualified you for a $400,000 house doesn't mean you should have one. Dial it back a bit. They're trying to give you the most most, the largest house, and you see the granite countertops and the this and the that, the right school districts, I've got it. You want to live in a nice place. But with interest, that extra $500 a month in payment from going from a $350,000 house to a $400,000, that $500 a month, had you had that money to invest or plow back into the mortgage, you would have shaved years off of it or you would have created perhaps tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars in an added asset. So one, if you're buying a house, think about the monthly payment. Think about how much less lifestyle you'll have if you buy too much house. And what is the interest charges and opportunity cost over the next 20, 30, 40 years? Mastering your mortgage. Some of you have been thought and, and taught to pay your house off as soon as possible. But I will tell you, with a shrinking list of options of things that you can write off on your income taxes, the mortgage is one that can help you out even in your retirement years. We did seminars for years that said paying off your mortgage could be a huge mistake. I just, hey, I, it's not an excuse to go blow the money. Let's think about it. If I've got a $2,000 a month mortgage payment, some have less, some have far greater than that. Let's go with a $2,000 a month mortgage payment. When I first got started in life, that would have been, I could not, there's no way I could have afforded that. But as time has went on, you know how life goes. $2,000 a month times 30 years, that's 360 months. And let's say that somebody, Uncle Joe, died and left you enough money to pay off your house. Should you? Should you pay off the house? Well, yeah, Steve, now I don't have the $2,000 a month mortgage payment. And so you're seeing dollar signs, you're seeing vacations, you're seeing a new car in the driveway. I've got it. But what happens if you're responsible with that money? The thing that you forget about is if you take that money that you've either paying your house off yourself or if dear Uncle Joe was fortunate enough to leave you some money. Now, if you pay your house off, that's fine and dandy. You don't have a monthly payment, but you also don't have that money out there working for yourself any longer. Meaning I want... I inherited 300 grand. I paid my house off. Now I don't have $300,000 earning me interest because it's lining the walls of my house. You go, well, I can take the $2,000 a month invested. You know how many people do that? Very few. So strategizing to optimize your tax benefits, the interest write-off on a 30-year mortgage, optimizing low interest rates. Think about it. If I had that same $300,000 and I had a time a place to put it where I can average 7% rate of growth. I can invest the money and average 7%. And my mortgage is costing me four. Plus I got an interest write-off. So it's really only costing me three. Should I take money that I could have invested and paid off the house? No, but you got to be careful out there because the stock market doesn't always go up. As we found out in 2008 and 2001 and two, markets sometimes drop and sometimes dramatically but mastering your mortgage first, 
Buy less house than what you what the bank tells you can do. Dial it back just a little bit. Strategically, think about how much interest you're going to pay over the next 30 years on that mortgage. Strategically, optimize your, your write-off on the taxes and then invest. You want to eventually have enough money in that side account, in that investment. You want to have enough money over there that on one given day, any given day, you can come back and stroke the check and pay the house off. I can, but interest rates are low. My investment is earning more, so I'm not really worried about paying off the house right now. I just want to be able to pay it off if I want to, if I change my mind, right? But the way you treat your mortgage, you buy too big a house, you won't be able to invest. You buy too big of a house, you won't be able to entertain yourself, so you'll have to put it on credit cards, and that's a downward spiral. If you don't maximize your mortgage, you won't have as much as many tax breaks, optimizing, maximizing your mortgage, strategizing. It should be part. They should make you have to take a class. Not with a banker. A banker's there to get you indebted. I'm talking about with somebody in the financial services field that has an understanding of both mortgages, your write-offs on your taxes, opportunity cost, and compounded growth. Done strategically, the mortgage will either be your best friend or be your worst enemy. That's why a reverse mortgage with retirees is becoming one of the most popular mortgages. It's not that reverse mortgages are either good or bad. It's just that most people are doing it and aren't doing it because it's, they have multiple strategies. Most people are doing a reverse mortgage because they've ran out of options. Master your mortgage or it will master you guys. Steve Burton here at Equity One signing off. Hope you got a little bit out of this today. We'll catch you again the next time.